Joining me now for this bonus episode of Locked On Gators, like he always does, Tyler Fornis. And this is rough because we've, as Florida fans, we've been preparing for this game as if it's probably going to be a loss. It's Georgia. This is Florida. And then there was an unexpected loss on Thursday night with Cormani McLean where we were like, hey, even if we lose, at least we're going to have Cormani. And um, it's rough. It, it, it's certainly a rough one. Cormani's gone, but this, this is that was for John. Uh, that was recruiting stuff, but now we're talking about this game. And, and one thing that really does stand out to me for this game Georgia, obviously number one in the country now, right now. Florida, unranked. Georgia, minus 22 and a half. And this spread has been consistent this entire week. It's been 22 and a half on Bet Online. Um, mm-hmm. How do we feel about it? I don't know, man. There's a, uh, we talk about this a lot. There's a reason why Vegas does this, and there's a reason why they're still in business. This is a very good spread because, as we remember last year, it was a 24 to nothing win for Georgia. This Georgia offense isn't very good. Now, they have a lot of pieces, but they don't have cohesion and consistency to keep putting drives together. They only put up 39 on Kent State, only 33 on Samford. Now, remember how d- destructive that Gator team was last year? This Gator team put up 63 points against Samford. What are we going to see from this Georgia offense? Florida has guys on defense, but they haven't been able to string together any kind of consistency. And we've seen that time and time again when they played good offenses. LSU took them to lunch. Tennessee took them to lunch. Kentucky was, was able to sustain drives but couldn't finish. Utah was the same way. This defense is going to allow Georgia to score points. Can Georgia capitalize on those Stetson Bennett? And their lack of true outside receivers, even though they have three really good tight ends, now that we've actually seen Eric Gilbert come into the fold, I really don't know how this game's going to play out. But I'll tell you this, I don't think the Florida Gators are going to be shut out. I could see this game easily being like a Georgia 28, Florida 17. It's a rivalry game. And I struggle betting on rivalry games because weird things happen. Now, I smashed Texas minus nine against Oklahoma because I knew Dylan Gabriel was going to be out 49, nothing. But I don't think if you, these two, those two teams were to play again tomorrow, that it would be 49, nothing Texas. It would be a lot closer of a football game. Rivalry games are weird on both ends of the spectrum. And it creates for difficult betting matchups. If I had to make a guess, I would guess Florida to cover because 22 and a half points for what this Georgia team has done this fall thus far. I think is a little bit too much. Yeah, and there's, uh, I could say, an interesting trend with Florida this year that I want to get your opinion on or your take. I don't know if you necessarily have an opinion, but so far when Florida is the underdog, at least on Bet Online, they've covered every game. And when they're the favorites, by the way, they've never covered. Um, but when they're the underdogs, they've covered every game. So are we kind of looking at this as, well, Florida's going to at least keep it close or probably, hopefully, logically, we'll keep it close. But like you said, rivalry game, you could throw anything out the window, right? Well, last year, Anthony Richardson was just thrown to the Wolves because Dan Mullen was just sick of hearing all the chatter and just threw him out there when, quite frankly, he wasn't put in a position to succeed. And you could really see that. He looked like a chicken with his head cut off. He was not mentally ready for that game. And that's on the coaching staff. This year... Richardson has come to play. 
has have his stats been there? No. And has he made mistakes? Yeah, he absolutely has. He is a guy like it's like I compare Richardson to a 10 year old who's given a Porsche. He has everything, but he has no idea what to do with it. And he's slowly learning how to use his God given abilities. I think he's going to be coming into Jacksonville more ready to play. And we talked about it. Like he struggled, he has struggled in the swamp and he has performed better outside of it. This is a neutral site game. So it's going to be 50, 50 split. I think this is a place where Richardson could thrive because it's not 90,000 screaming fans at the swamp. It you're not on campus feeling that extra pressure. I think Richardson could have a pretty good game, but it's all going to come down to how well does this offensive line protect Richardson and how quickly can Richardson make those decisions? Because this Georgia defense, while they are not what they were last year, they are still very good and they have a lot of pieces. And moving on to the money line, uh, I know what you're going to say about Georgia's money line because it's minus 2,500. Um, mm-hmm. So don't touch it. We, we, we get that one even when it's, you know, <clears throat> minus 300 or something. It's like, hey, don't touch it yeah. unless you're playing. Um, but Florida plus 1,100 this week. And we, we've talked about it's a rivalry game. Is that something where you go – you know, point point one units and just throw it on and hope for the best. If you're okay wasting five or ten bucks, yeah, why not? Because a five dollar return on plus eleven hundred get gets you a return of fifty five bucks. Not too bad for a day's work, and ten bucks gives you a hundred and ten. If you're willing to throw that money down on the off chance that everything goes right for the Gators and nothing goes right for the Bulldogs, why not? Yeah, I wouldn't and, recommend it. Oh, never, but, never, never. <laughs> but if if you're willing to just take a guess, like there are money lines where you can take advantage of. One that I was talking with a, a good friend of ours, Thor Nystrom, who uh, is the college football writer for Betting Pros. He threw a bunch of money on Tulane, and they were like plus four sixty against Kansas State, and they went in and cleaned their clocks. Like you can find those kind of advantages, but this one is you're just putting money on a hope and a prayer. And if you're okay with that, go for it. This episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, which is the easiest place to spice up college football season. And I, I will say this. I am a big fan of no risk it, no biscuit. I'm risking it for Florida, Georgia. I'm taking Anthony Richardson to have higher than 38 and a half rushing yards. I'm taking Stetson Bennett to have higher than 10 and a half rushing yards. And I'm taking Justin Shorter to have higher than 34 and a half receiving yards. You could tail if you want, or or fade if you want, but them all under. Why not? Sign up with the promo code Locked On Underdog. Will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. You deposit one hundred dollars and you get another one hundred dollars free. Yeah, which by the way, I know that we do this every week, and I feel like we've never said this. Don't gamble with money you can't afford to lose. <laughs> Gambling is a form of entertainment. If you're willing to go spend a bunch of money out at the bars or going to like top golf or something, you're willing to spend a gambling. That's what this money is. Yeah. Yeah. They do not be like, Oh, well I got to pay rent. So I need to hit this bed. Don't, don't do that. We'll say that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. No, uh, don't do that at all. The over under for this game, 56 and a half. I go under and uh, the numbers kind of bear that out so far. Um, 
Georgia has had one game hit the over so far this season. The Gators have had a few more, but they haven't covered by very many points at just an average of 2.7. And the under is hit by an average of 5.4 for Georgia. I don't think that this Georgia offense is going to be able to put up enough on this Gator defense. Now, look, the Gator defense has had its struggles, but they're not facing Tennessee or even LSU as far as caliber of offense. This is Georgia. Georgia's offense is not that great. SP plus ranking is only 21 because they're not consistent. And Stetson Bennett is still the quarterback and he has his own limitations built in, regardless of how well he's outplayed his talent level and the fact that he was a walk-on that ended up going to junior college and coming back. I would still go the under. That's a lot of points, but it's, it's a weird rivalry game. I would proceed with caution. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just a game that I am. I'm so excited for, but I'm also dreading incredibly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The, so Georgia this year has kind of had a tendency to get out early, maintain that lead. You know, there was a stretch where they had a bunch of starters that hadn't even played in the fourth quarter for the first few weeks of the season. First half, Fred, Georgia's minus 13 right now. How, How do we feel about that one? I'd feel more comfortable about taking Georgia minus 13 than Georgia minus 22 and a half because they do like to get out to those bigger leads against Florida last year. They got out to that 21 and nothing lead only had a field goal in the second half. Florida has come out slow in some of these games. And you look at Tennessee, they, they weren't exactly guns blazing Kentucky. Utah was a little bit of a mixed bag. Georgia minus 13 in the first half feels like a pretty good bet. And, but 22 for the full game. I'm not buying. Yeah, and then just just last thing before I let you go because this one is it's interesting. It's interesting to me, and I said this to you before we started recording. Uh, any team to score forty plus points right now has minus odds. It's minus one fifteen. How do we feel about that in a game where you know it, it's the thought to take the under? The spread is twenty two and a half but the over-under is set at 56 and a half. So how do we feel about that? So what is no on that? Is it also minus 115 yes. or is it minus yeah. 105? Minus 115. Okay. Tells me that Vegas is expecting Georgia to, to win big, um, but they're probably expecting like a 41 to 17 or 14 kind of outcome, which it's plausible. It Like you could easily see that happening with both of these teams. I would lean no because it's a rivalry game because Georgia had a better offense last year and scored far less points against a worse Gator defense. I, 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 that is a bet being that it's minus minus one fifteen on both sides. I wouldn't touch it. Yeah. And, and, and there you have it. Thank you so much, everybody. This is Tyler Fornis. Catch him on Twitter at the real Forno. Catch him creating content everywhere. Awesome content everywhere, by the way. And also, Tyler, I, I want you to tell everybody where they can get your content this week and especially how you can help them make more money. Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at The Real Forno. Um, I do a lot of stuff for the Vikings Wire, and I do su- stuff for my sub chat called Run and Shooter. Six bucks a month, 60 bucks a year. Um, and that has been, 
that has been a little slow right now just because the meat of the NFL season has been insane. You can also help me by subscribing at Fantasy Points for the college football package. 50 bucks gets you the full season and the bowl game package. And I believe after this week, we're going to start offering discounts because we're getting into the back end. And it's a lot of daily fantasy, a lot of college football fantasy, and a lot of against the spread knowledge. And there have been people making thousands upon thousands of dollars from what we're able to give them. So get in on it and use the promo code Fornus22 for a discount.